How, what side do I need to talk into? You talk into the top of it. I'm talking into the top of it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> do what you gotta do. All right, are we good? Yep. All right. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us for another edition of Occasionally Coherent. I am Captain Kriegs here once again with Just KC. Mm-hmm. That is that's, that is what is happening. <laughs> we have no goose again. We're gooseless. Um, yeah, he uh, he wants us to send out a message that he doesn't care about any of you mm-hmm. and that he never wants to talk to you all again. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. I the know man's, the man's got a lot of hate in his heart. Really, he certainly does. I mean, it would the message he left me was just filled with like vulgar, mm-hmm. like idioms and racial slurs and everything <laughs> under the sun. It was crazy. <laughs> just he just like went off on our listening audience, and I I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And I can't wait for him to listen to this while he's up in Canada and be like, what the hell? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It'll be a real test to see if he's going to listen true. to it. That's true. This is literally like, this is all just a test to see if he actually is going to listen while he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Goose is in Canada currently. Uh, him and Mama Goose took a like a 10-day vacation to um, go and drive around the Lake Superior. Um, mm-hmm. That's always been a... Very favorite spot of theirs. Yeah. So um, it looks like they're having a good time. He sent us a couple pictures, some very beautiful scenery, and oh, yeah. they're like having perfect weather, Yeah, which is ridiculous. They're, they're going to avoid the 100-degree weather that we're about to come across this week, which will be a lot of fun. I think we should go golfing during that weather. Dude, it's going to be friggin' ridiculous. <laughs> um, and like, I'm sure, I mean, if there's any people that live in like the south, uh, southwest of the United States, they're like, dude, 100 degrees isn't bad. Well, 100 degrees, our temperature is different than 100 degrees southwest temperature. So I was in Arizona the weekend right before 4th of July, and I can confirm that the hot weather is definitely different than the hot weather that we get here, but it is also just equally as bad. Just on two different, like, it still sucks. It's like you step outside and it's like, oh, 110 degrees. Great. I'm just instantly drenched drenched in sweat it's fantastic I don't know, man i feel like anything that's humid is worth than worse than yeah. anything not humid like it it's definitely more bearable like i i would have been fine mm-hmm. being outside mm-hmm. we spent a decent amount of like the day inside then we'd go outside at night and sit yeah. and bs and whatever but um it still wasn't fantastic you know yeah right yeah, but. so they're going to be missing that. They have 70 degrees and a slight breeze coming off the water is what uh, mm-hmm. what Goose told us this morning, which uh, I don't know about you, Casey, but that sounds perfect to me. <laughs> that, that's I, My wheelhouse is like a, like a 50 to 53 at night, mm-hmm. open the windows, mm-hmm. and then 65 to 72 during the day. I can probably get on board with that. I, I don't know if I, I, I do go. like I like wearing shorts. Like I'm I'm a big shorts guy. Um and then you Yeah, know, but you, I break out the in, shorts yeah. once it hits right, 50 you're degrees. Be, you'll be comfortable at, like if we go golfing or something we'll be comfortable in yeah. shorts at that weather. Like once like if it's like 
low 60s it's like yeah I'm probably gonna be more comfortable outside in a pair of pants nah you know what I mean now nah, between like between like 55 and 70 like I can be comfortable in anything anything basically yeah like I can wear sweatshirts and jeans or sweatpants and a t-shirt yeah. or shorts and a sweatshirt or whatever you want I'm comfortable in it like in that area so that's perfect for me especially if there's like a cool breeze coming off of some water psh, forget about it um so we do actually have a plan on what we wanted to talk about uh this week we actually thought of it fairly quickly after we got off the air last week basically you can expect the majority of the time if goose isn't here this podcast just reverts to our some of our og og listeners will know that uh we had a separate podcast for a little while that was um called totally on screen when we were oh my doing TCG God. and that's right that, we did and do this that. when goose isn't here this podcast basically just becomes what that was that's true actually so yeah that's a good point yeah so we had that and it was solely uh solely for reviewing things that mm-hmm. um that we had recently watched on tv and the theaters different video games different that we video games that we were playing too. all that kind of stuff um because that's that's the majority of what we do, um, right. you know, as far as our hobbies go. Talk about what we can actually like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. give decent information and have. Right, yeah, like we can't sit here and talk politics because A, I don't care, and B, I don't know that much. Right. Um. So. I mean, we could. What's your most controversial political opinion? I'm just kidding. We don't need to go. I, I was just trying to, th- <laughs> I was like, man, what kind of really hot button topic right? can I drop <laughs> right now? Just- but like I don't I don't know yeah, I don't know if right. I uh, if I can think of one that's like I feel like I don't have any super like polarizing political views so I don't know if I can yeah, drop no, I'm, a I'm, I'm kind of with you there <clears throat> I don't know if I can drop a um a fun one or not uh, but anyway so the <clears throat> the topic came up this week that um I am a I don't, I I guess I could say I'm a self-proclaimed cinephile basically, right? Right. Like yeah. I I think that that's a pretty pretty fair statement. And Kevin Creek spends a lot of time watching TV and movies. I do. I do so, very much so. Like I I mean, Casey can vouch for it. Like there's there's weeks where I just say I'm going to watch this entire movie saga this week. Right. Like I'm just going to do it. And then I do. Um, the latest one, a couple, maybe a month ago, was I wanted to watch all of the like big giant monster fighting videos. So I watched all of the Godzilla uh, movies and the Pacific Rim movies. And I feel like there was another one. Oh, Rampage. Uh, that uh, that Dwayne Johnson movie that came out a few years back based on the video game Rampage. I watched that too. Um, and I just like watched that, that in a week. It's an entertaining enough movie, I would say. It's not good. It's um, not good, but it's entertaining. So, anyway, so the question was posed um, because I have not seen the movie, whatever it is. 2001, 2001 A Space, a Space Odyssey. Odyssey. The classic Stanley Kubrick. I have not sci-fi. seen that movie. Yep. And I probably never will. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of times where I find myself put off by any kind of movie that is supposed to be a work of art mm-hmm. versus um pure entertainment. 
Yep. I think that's what really draws me into like the Marvel universe and Star Wars and yeah. DC. Um, because we sit here and complain about DC, but I'm still going to go see every DC movie that comes out because I freaking love watching them. Right? right. I don't necessarily like the stories and the choices, but I like watching a superhero movie. Right. So, um, I said that I hadn't seen that and, um, our cousin, uh, Tyler, who's a friend of the program, he c- said, aren't, don't you claim to be Mr. Sci-Fi movie Right. And yet you haven't seen arguably the most iconic sci-fi movie of all time. Right. And that led to a whole nother discussion about how I rank movies and and all this stuff. And I said, well, my thing is, is that if a movie is said to be going up for an award or award potential, like before the movie comes out, I really don't watch it. And then if it's an older movie that's really before my time, not that 2001 is before my time per se. I mean, I was in first grade. But because that movie is so highly acclaimed by critics, um, it, like, puts me off. Right. Because me and Casey, we've probably talked about it before, whether it was on this podcast or totally on screen. Um we tend to be the opposite of whatever movie critics say um, the majority of the time. And so when a critic says that this movie's really bad, I'm an, I usually think, oh, I'm probably going to like that movie. And if a critic says that, um, oh, this movie is, is really good, you know, it scores high on Rotten Tomatoes, I usually think, oh, I'm probably not going to enjoy that movie, so I'm not going to watch it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the uh, the young asshole kid hipster in me or, probably or what, that. but that's just kind of how I've always been. Um, so we thought of we should go through the whatever it is, top whatever number on Rotten Tomatoes and or IMDb, mm-hmm. Um top rated movies of yep. all time and see how many I've seen because I, you know, claim to be a cinephile and we can uh, put it to the test, I guess. All right. So, um, I did end up going with, uh, IMDB on this because, uh, Rotten Tomatoes website is, I think it's actually kind of garbage. So, um Get and wrecked Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, we're gonna go with the top sixty. Um, so before we get started, out of those sixty, I'll put the over under at thirty of these movies. Half. Um, do you think you've seen more or less than half of more? Them? So these are the so now. Um, you, you mentioned critics. These are um, it's IMDb's rating, and I believe it is um user ratings. Okay. So kind of like audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So top 60. I think I've seen more than half. You think you've seen more than half? Yeah. I probably would take the over on that as well. Okay. So uh, starting out uh, at 60, we 100% know you've seen this one. Number 60 with an 8.4 is Avengers Endgame. Yeah. I would say that that... So the question was also posed, what do I put my number one all-time movie Mm-hmm. Um, at, 
And I don't think I have, I can, I don't think I can set one single movie at the top of my list all time. It's basically like probably my whole top 10 can all be interchanged. Right. You know, and Endgame certainly in that top 10. All right. Okay. So the best, the best cinematograph, cinegraphic, cinemagraphic. I don't even, I don't know what the word is, but like the best like event in cinema history, I'd say Endgame. Right. Um, so, uh, I, I should also pre, uh, preface this by saying I do have the top 60 that are by quote unquote regular voters, which are IMDb's <laughs> version of voters, critics, basically. So the critic rating, okay. uh, critic rating has um, Avengers Endgame at number 80 all time. That is like so blast. User rating 60, critic rating 80. Jesus. Um, and then we got uh, dude. That alone right there tells you how disconnected the critics are from the audience. Because right. Endgame is the top grossing movie of all time. Right. So the most people all time went to see that movie. Right. And yet they're like, it's not even in the top 50 for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, so uh, next one, uh, also one that I know that you've seen. I personally would have this one ranked higher as well. It's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is The Dark Knight Rises. So the third movie in Nolan's Batman trilogy. That's a good one for sure. Um, I definitely have seen that one, yeah. uh, Critic has it at uh, number 70 all time. So Hmm. it gains. They say that the Dark Knight Rises is better than... Oh, my God. I'm just going to keep coming back to that. We got to move on. (laughs) Uh, Number 58 is one that I don't know if you have seen or not. Um it is also another Chris Nolan movie, though. Okay. Um, and that is Memento. Ooh. I don't know if I've seen that one. It sounds familiar. Yep. So it's a, it came out in 2000, um, and it's about a guy who's got short-term memory loss, and he's basically trying to solve his wife's murder. And it, the movie doesn't take, like, you don't watch the movie in chronological order. The only one that I can think of like yeah. that is the one with Sandra Bullock where she doesn't live the week in in timeline order. But I don't okay. think I've seen Memento. Okay. It's 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 possible though. Mm-hmm. Um critics have this one. so it's 58 on the user rating, uh 56 on the critic rating. So um, wow. audience and critics agree on mm-hmm. that one a okay. little bit. Uh the next one uh Probably enters my top 10 all-time as well, if not potentially top five all-time, and that is uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, for sure. So they've got that at 57. Incredible movie. Uh, critics have that one at 67. So uh, it's a fantastic movie. It yeah, shows so what good. animated movies can be. Um, and uh, it's, Yeah, it sure it's, does. That's awesome, for sure. Uh, the next one, uh, a classic Lucasfilm uh, is Raiders of the Lost Ark, so the first Indiana Jones movie at number 56. Yeah, I've seen it. I hate Indiana Jones movies, so. <laughs> uh, critics have that one at 58, so it gains two spots between audience and critics, so pretty mm. pretty much agreed upon there, except for by Captain Creeks. <laughs> um, the next one is, I am unfamiliar with this one. It's um, 
probably considered a, a classic, but it came out in 1931, so I doubt you've seen it as well. It's called City Lights, and it's a Charlie Chaplin comedy. Nope, never seen it. So um, they've got it at 55 here, 54 on Critic. Um, yeah, I have, that's a little a little before our time. So so far, I have two. Uh, so far, you have one, two, three, four. Four that I haven't seen? No, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, f- four that you have seen. So two that you haven't. Yeah, yeah, two that I haven't seen. All right. Uh, Next one is another Charlie Chaplin one that I know you haven't seen, and that's Modern Times. Nope. Um, And that's, Certainly so that's 54, not. came out in 1936, and uh, critic top rating of, num- or critic rating of uh, 49. Overall. The older they get, the less likely it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. See, no. Yeah, there, there's a few of these until we get into the top 50. That um, yeah, I'm uh, sure are kind of old here. Before, so we're at uh, 53. Uh, this one, I, it's got to be a foreign film because I don't recognize it at all. Um, it's called Cinema Paradiso. I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. Um, so that came out in 1988. Uh, it's about a filmmaker, uh, basically remembering his childhood. Okay, I guess is what the the description here says in more words than that um critics have it at number 50 audience have it at 53 so pretty much an agreement there i have not seen that one either uh next one uh came out 1954 uh it's called rear window never seen it it's an alfred hitchcock thriller oh yeah the only uh the birds is the only alfred hitchcock movie i've ever seen okay um, and then uh, critics and audiences agree and have both of the both have it at number fifty two. Hmm. Uh, the next one, there's a chance that you might have watched this one. Um, it's called The Grave of the Fireflies. Nope. It's a World War Two uh, movie that was made in nineteen eighty eight. Um, it's an animated movie though. Nope. Okay. Um, so this one's at number fifty one. Uh, critics have it at number fifty six. Okay, so now we're up to five I haven't seen? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six that you haven't seen. Jeez. All right. All right, so now we're into the top 50, and I, I've i gone over this list a couple of times, and you're going to get a lot of these. All right, so. all right. Good. Uh, this one, there's a chance. Um, Once Upon a Time in the West, number 50. It's a, Once Upon it's a, a Time a in the West. It's a 1968 Western. No, I I do not like Western movies. Okay. I appreciate them for the groundwork that they laid for like modern cinema, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't enjoy sure. them. Um, so this is a Henry Fonda, uh, Charles Bronson movie. Um, audience have it at fifty. Critics have it at number fifty one. And I believe, if I remember correctly, this one is kind of considered the like one of the best westerns of all time. Obviously, if it's in the top 50 here, there's a couple other Westerns in here, but a lot of people have okay. talked pretty highly of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, next one is another Alfred Hitchcock one. So that when you said you've only seen The Birds, I'm surprised you haven't seen this one. This is uh, uh, number 49 is Psycho. I have not seen Psycho. Okay. I, I probably should watch it, and I do enjoy a good horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just have never seen it. Yeah, this one's this one definitely is is a classic kind of that that twist that you know who you think is the main character ends up dying like a third of the way through the movie like nice. it's kind of a, it's kind of the OG like cinema yeah. twist uh, type of thing. So um, audience have this at forty nine. Critics actually have this one all the way up at thirty five. Um, and then w- 
when you think Alfred Hitchcock, this is kind of the movie that most people will right. uh, bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one is a classic. I am positive you haven't seen it, though, um, and that is Casablanca. No shot. Um, so it came out in 1942. Uh, audience have it at 48. Critics have it at 45. We'll move on to number 47. This one I haven't seen, but it is a little bit newer, um, and that is The Intouchables. Intouchables. The Intouchables. Um, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm unfamiliar with it. Uh, maybe somebody in the audience has seen it that they can uh, enlighten me to it. Um, audience have it at 47. Critics have it at 48. Um, the description reads: After he becomes a quadriplegic from a paragliding accident, an aristocrat, an aristocrat hires a young man from the projects to be his caregiver. It's kind of like that uh, Kevin Hart. Brian Cranston movie where he kind of does the same oh, thing. Oh yeah, to be more of a comedy, I've seen that one. I think, um, hmm. which that's that's a very good. I don't remember the name of it, um, but that is a very. good I don't movie either, but that's a real good movie. That is a yeah. good movie. Uh, this, this next one, I don't know if you've seen this one. I've seen this one, and it is very good, but it's also very like, kind of like a after you see it, it, it sticks with you for a little while, and that is American History X. Oh, I think I've seen with Ed that. Norton. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That, it, it's about the... Finally, neo- I get another one I've seen. Yeah, the Jesus. neo-Nazi, yep. um, all that stuff, and one of the most gruesome scenes in movie history with the, yeah. with the curb stomp scene. Like that's, yeah. that's a movie that sticks with you, for sure. Um, yeah. Audience have it at 46. Critics have it at 40. Uh, this next one, I think everybody has seen this one. If you haven't, you're lying. Um, and that is the Lion King, the OG. Oh yeah. Lion King. Um, critics have it mm. at 39, but audience have it at 45. I mean, you you can't beat the Lion King with uh, right. Timon and Pumbaa, and yep. Obviously, Scar is the one of the all time movie villains. Yeah, sure is. So yeah, that's a that's a good one. Uh, this next one is one. If Goose were here, he'd be like, "Dude, this is a good movie." Oh yeah. Um, uh, that's the Usual Suspects. The Usual Suspects with Kevin Spacey. Um, uh, what's his face? He's also in it. That sounds It's a, it's familiar, a good one. It's kind of it's a it's know. a it's like a trying to solve. Um. Yeah, if I had to solve, bet, solving a, solving a mystery type of thing. If with I had to bet, I would say that I've seen it because Goose probably would have made yeah. me watch that because he's a big fan of Kevin Spacey. So yeah. I, I'm gonna bet that I've seen that one. Yeah. Um, and then audience and audiences and critics agree having that one both at number forty four. Uh, this next one is I have not seen it, but I do know that it is widely considered one of the better movies of the of the 2000s and that is the pianist never seen um it. that's with adrian brody as a polish jewish magician who struggles to survive the destruction of the warsaw ghetto of world war ii so nice. um, kind of a period piece that um i think adrian brody brody either won an oscar for that or um, was at least nominated um and that <laughs> one uh, audience have it at 43 critics have it at 34 uh, this next one, I am unfamiliar with it, so I'm assuming you are too, although it does look like it has a pretty decent cast, um, and that is Leon the Professional. Never heard of it. Um, and that, uh, I thought you were saying you thought I was going to get a bunch of these. Yeah, how many, how many are you at that you haven't seen? <laughs> like, almost all of them. 
You're supposed to keep count. I'm not keeping count. You're the one with the computer. So out of the f- so on the first page you had six. This one you've got all of them. All of them, but one. Yeah. So we're at uh, one. Two, oh, you've seen two on this list. Okay. Oh yeah, Lion King was on this page. Yeah. So six that you haven't, and two that you have. Um, but Leon the Professional. Sorry. Uh, number forty-two. Critics have it at thirty-seven. Uh, description reads: Twelve-year-old Matilda is reluctantly taken in by Leon, a professional assassin. After her family is murdered, an unusual relationship forms as she becomes his protege and learns the assassin's trade. Uh, the cast includes uh, Jean Jean Reno or Jean Reno, um, Gary Oldman, Natalie Portman. So hmm. a couple, couple of big hitters, but it's got to be a young Natalie Portman in 1994. Too. Yeah, no kidding. Um, number 41, very good movie. Um, Definitely recommend it if you haven't seen it, and that is Whiplash. Yep. That's a good Real movie. Real good movie. With Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. Yup. Um, Very good movie. Audience have it at 41. Critics have it at 42. Uh, this next one is uh, one of the newer ones on the list, and that is Parasite. Ooh. Yes, I've seen that one. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, audience has it at 40. Critics have it at 36. That was obviously all the rage there back in uh, mm-hmm. 2019 when it came out. Um, it ended up winning an Oscar or multiple Oscars. Uh, this next one is widely considered a classic, one of uh, my favorite series for sure, and that is Back to the Future. I've never seen Back to the Future. Yeah, that checks out for sure. And I certainly have no desire to. Uh, I really do. Th- you would probably like the first two. You wouldn't like the third one. I think you would like the I've first I've seen two, bits and pieces, I feel like, of mm-hmm. almost all of them, yeah. and none of it makes me want to see those movies at all. I understand that they're classics, and they mm-hmm. really paved paved the way for like modern sci-fi stuff, like right. like time travel and all that, but sure. dude, I, I hate the DeLorean, and I do not want <laughs> have any desire to watch Back to the Future. Uh, audience has it at 39, critics got it at 32. Uh, this next one is um, one of the OG horror uh, sci-fi movies, um, that is Alien from 1979, the one with Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course I've seen that one. That's a good one. Yep. Um, audiences have it at 38, but critics got it all the way back at 53. Of course I they disagree do. disagree with that. I think, I want to say this one even either got nominated or ended up winning an Oscar as well. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it was, it's pretty good. Um, it's it obviously good. spawned a massive franchise that. Yeah, a whole universe. In the process of trying to get off the ground again with uh, Ridley Scott, but they can't quite seem to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, They're another one. Prometheus, that just, they just Prometheus, figure not it out, great. Uh, was it Alien Covenant? Not great, also. Um, but what's the one where they that? just had like the head from Prometheus? That's Prometheus. Was it? Oh, that isn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Yeah, I haven't seen those in forever. Yeah, not a great movie for sure. Uh, this next one is uh, Gladiator. Yes, from two thousand. Uh, another Ridley Scott. Two Ridley Scott. Insanely good movie. Fantastic movie. Audience has it at 37. Critics got it at 38. I knew that you had seen this one. Uh, this next one um, 
very good. It's a, one of the longer movies that I've watched in a while, and that is The Departed from 2006, the Martin Scorsese one. Never seen it. That's got uh, Leo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg. The only the only thing that comes to my mind when I hear that is the Family Guy joke about right. it. Yeah. It's a good movie. Um, I definitely recommend it. It's kind of it's one of those. It does kind of just make you mad at the end, though. It yeah, it really does. It it probably would be a movie that I enjoy because yeah. I enjoy Matt Damon a lot. Yeah. I like a lot of his movies. Matt Damon. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all I can hear <laughs> from Team America. Yeah, Team America. I I saw an interview recently that he did with like Fallon or something like that, and Fallon's like, "What do people most say to you, um, like when they see you in public?" And he's like. Everyone just says my name in that stupid Team America <laughs> police voice. The Matt Damon. <laughs> so funny. That's pretty good. Um, the next so uh, audience has it at thirty six. Critics got, critics got it at forty one. And I th- want to say that that one got quite a bit of Oscar. I don't know if it ended up winning an Oscar for the Best Picture, but I know Jack Nicholson, I believe, won from that one. Martin Scorsese got Best Director. All that fun stuff. So. Pretty good one. Uh, next one is another Chris Nolan movie, okay. uh, The Prestige, Ooh, from 2006 with Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Another one of those ones that uh, kind of has that twist at the end. The Prestige. Is that the, the one? the magician one. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yep. Um, 35 by audience and 43 by critics. Um, mm. This next one, i positive you have not seen. I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce it correct, but I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> um, that is Harakiri. Yeah, get out of here with That's whatever the Jap- hell that it's is. It's got to be a Japanese yeah. uh, one. Uh, I won't even read the description on it, but uh, <laughs> audiences have <laughs> it at 34. It it's a, it's, I think it's a samurai movie. Uh, audiences have it at 34. Critics got it at 47. Uh, this next one you also have not seen. Speaking of samurai movies, this is Seven Samurai. Which w- one is that? That's the OG one that um, has had a lot of movies like remade using that. That's type not of the story. one with Christian Bale. No. Okay, because I have seen whatever one that is. Um, and it's not Christian Bale. It's Tom Cruise in the Last Samurai, which you're thinking of. You're right. God dang it! That's also not a good movie. It is too. <laughs> not. Yeah, I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> What do you mean? He uh, falls in love with but, the yeah, lady seven, at the seven Samurai, samurai um, I believe the Magnific- Magnificent Seven was based off of that. Um, there's been a lot of other like ensemble-type movies that have been based off the story. Like They kind of use the different story points. So it's, it's kind of more classic in that sense. Um, 33 by audience and uh, 22 by critics. Uh, this next one uh, probably makes a lot of people's list of just best movies of all time. Um, I'm pretty sure you haven't seen it, though. Um, and that is It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I have not seen that. Yeah. I know of it, but I will not be watching that. Yeah. Um, so I'll I'll leave it at that. Uh, 32 <laughs> by audience and 21 by critics. <laughs> uh, this next one is I I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. And that is Life is Beautiful. I just know the song by 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a Holocaust movie. Nice. Dang it. Why didn't you tell me that? Now I look like an asshole for making right. it funny. <laughs> uh, it's listed. It's a comedy. So, I mean, you know, there, there a is comedy that. about yeah. the Holocaust. It's, it, it's genres are listed that as comedy, bold. drama. Bold. It's uh, the, I'll read the description for you. Are too. Holocaust jokes funny now. Uh, I don't know if we're there yet. I'm not going to lie to you. 
it doesn't have a very good Metacritic, Metacritic score, though. Oh, It's only got a 40, uh, 59 compared to these other ones, which are in the low 80s, mid 90s. Huh. Um, uh, but the description of Life is Beautiful is when an open-minded Jewish waiter and his son become victims of the Holocaust... He uses a perfect mixture of will, humor, and imagination to protect his son from the dangers around their camp. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, audience has it at 31. Critics have it at 28. Man. Uh, this next one is the City of God. Never heard of it. Uh, from 2002. Um, and the description reads, In the slums of Rio... Two kids' paths diverge as one struggles to become a photographer and the other one a kingpin. Is that similar to Gods of Egypt? Because I have seen that movie. Maybe. I don't think that one's going to make the list, though. I promise you that. Uh, <laughs> audience has this one at number 30. Critics have it at number 27. Okay. Uh, this next one, I'm pretty sure you've at least heard of it. I doubt you've watched it because you don't like this type of movie, and that is Spirited Away. Yeah, I have the no idea. animated movie from... Um, not even gonna try. You can cross it off if it's animated. Yeah, I know. Um, this this one's definitely definitely makes a lot of people's list of uh, better movies of all time. I haven't seen it, but it's from that like classic studio from Japan that everyone talks about. Um, uh, audience has it at twenty nine. Critics have it at number thirty three. Uh, this next one we won't spend too much time on because we talk about it. This uh franchise entirely too often sometimes and that is the first star wars movie um which at the time was just star wars it has been since retconned into star wars episode four a new hope yeah um audience has it at 28 critics have it at 30 um yeah it's that and jaws credited with you know the being the og blockbusters and kind of opening the door for these big budget movies that right. we see today even though technically Episode four is um, it's not it's not like a private movie. I forget what they call that. Independent. It is technically an independent film, right? Because it was franchise. It was almost entirely funded by George Lucas. Yep. So, uh, or not by him, but he took care of the funding. Like he went to banks and got the yes. movie funded that way instead of getting it funded by a big studio. And mm-hmm. then Fox picked it up, and the rest is history. Yep. Uh, the next one, I think you've seen this one, and that's The Green Mile. Yes. With not Tom in Hanks. a long time. It's, yeah. But I remember it pretty well. That's another uh, one because that sticks it with is, you. Yeah. It is such a good movie. Yep. It's such a good movie with so many lessons in it. Yeah. It's a very, very good movie Um, based on the classic Stephen King novel. It's one of Goose's um, favorite movies, yeah. too. Tom Hanks, um, the late Michael Clark. Duncan, who passed away not too long ago, actually. Dude, that guy's life story is absolutely insane. Yeah. Yep. Um, audience has it at 27. Critics have it at uh, 29. But Yeah, just uh, all-around fantastic movie. Uh, this next one, I know you've also seen this one. That's Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Yeah. Um, so the, the follow-up to the OG Terminator movie, um, kind of the, the start of movies that their sequel ended up being better than the first one. Right. Um, yeah, because in the sequel, they got the guy that can turn into whatever he wants. Yeah, so it's kind of gro- groundbreaking as far as visual effects go. Um, James Cameron is the one who directed it. Um, wow, I did back, not know that. They brought back Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton. And, uh, yeah, they Sarah did, uh, Connor. Yeah. I, I think Robert Patrick, James. I believe, is the guy who plays the 
the villain. I think you're he right. Did a really good job. Yeah, he, he kinda, did. He kind of became like that stereotypical. Like people cast him a lot as the yeah as the villain going forward. He usually knocked it out of the park. Um, next one, I know you've seen this as well, and that's the Silence of the Lambs. Yes, super duper good movie. One Very of the best movie. endings ever. Very good movie. Um, Anthony Hopkins, I believe, he still has the record for um, the supporting actor Oscar for least amount of time on screen. I think he's on screen for like less than fourteen minutes or something like that in that movie. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. That's how impactful his performance. Dude, as he Hannibal Lecter killed was. it as Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, yeah. What that that is another again. It, I mean, it's a classic, um, for sure. But then the definitely. Uh, um, sticks with you for a little while after you watch it. Wild. Uh, the next one is Saving Private Ryan. Uh, the Real good movie. Steven Spielberg war movie. Um, That's on my list of movies that I need to watch movie. again. It's just all around. Um, it's widely considered one of the movies that really kind of nailed the f- the feel of what D-Day really looks like. Uh, yeah. A lot oh, of my people gosh. Who there. They, they um, I I've read a bunch of stuff on it. They spent a, um, a lot of time getting veterans and um, those from World War II to like see the movie, and they all like very much praised the way that it was. At yeah. least the, that opening scene. That how long is that? It's like it's 20, a really 20 long, to twenty five. Yeah, minutes a really of, long opening scene. Um, basically, just the uh, the D Day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thing. If you don't like um, blood and gore, uh, you can't be watching this movie. Yeah. And then it's about um, basically them saving Matt Damon. Yeah, there which, was a um, there was a joke out there somewhere about how Saving Private Ryan was was saving Matt Damon, but they called him like called it like a different character from a different movie or something yeah. like that. I um, can't remember. So I believe he had shot all of his scenes, which he's not even. It's not even revealed that it's Matt Damon until like what halfway through. More than halfway through him. the movie. Um. So they had shot the scenes with him, and. It, this was before uh, what the heck is it called that he was in with uh, Robin Williams? Goodwill Hunting. This was before Goodwill oh. Hunting got released. Goodwill Hunting came out and Matt Damon became a star like overnight. Yeah. And Steven Spielberg like like they weren't expecting that. He was just like, oh, here's just a kid that we'll give the the role of um, Private Ryan to. Yeah. And um, so yeah, it was kind of it's one of those things where all of a sudden, oh wait, we this guy's awesome, and then all of a sudden he shows up. As Private Ryan and Saving Pri- Saving Private Ryan, but um, I've never Tom seen Sizemore, Goodwill Hunting either. That's another good one. Tom Sizemore. Um, there's a there's a uh, Vin Diesel is in. That's um, right. Saving Private oh Ryan my as well. god, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's one that I know probably is close to Captain Creek's top five, and that is seven. Oh my god, dude. Where what number is this on your list? This ha- um IMDB Whatever users, it is, it's not high enough. Users have it at twenty three, critics have it at twenty. Dude, this movie is so effing good. It's like a very good movie. It's probably as close as I get to like recognizing movie as an art piece. Yeah. Because oh my god, like the cast is so good, the premise is so good. Like Kevin Spacey is absolutely phenomenal. Brad Pitt is so good. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's in that top ten that all could be number one. Yeah, that's a movie you can that where pretty much every time you watch it, you're gonna be kind of you're gonna be pulled in and you're gonna be watching the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, this next one is widely considered the best of this series, although Captain Kriegs disagrees, and that is Star Wars Episode Five: <laughs> The Empire Strikes Back. Um, this one definitely follows that trend of um, 
sequels that are better than the first. Um, the Empire That's Strikes true. Back, like it, they took risks with it. They kind of doubled down yep. on um, some of the the visual effects, and then you know really showed. Like the 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 bad guys win in Empire Strikes Back. They and sure do. Was not something that happened in movies. So um, they, they sure kind of they took some risks there, brought back the original cast, and um, it paid off for them. So audience have audiences have it at twenty two, critics have it at sixteen all time. Wow. So yeah, that's def- that one's definitely widely considered the best Star Wars movie out there. Yeah, you guys can sit in uh, and ponder why I don't have it there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this next one, I don't think you've seen it, but you've heard of it, and that's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Never seen over, it. Not Uber. I'm not from Uber. Canada. They yeah. flew Uber. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and that's um, uh, Jack Nicholson, um, Nurse Ratchet is, I believe, the one of the characters from that, which she obviously spawned her Netflix show. Um, Never heard of it. be good. Yeah, just... Uh, it's it's about a, a like a six nineteen sixties um, insane asylum. Dude, I gotta believe that Goose is probably ninety percent seen these. He's probably seen a good majority of these. We should. I'll I'll go back and I'll see if I can count how many, and then next time he's on, or if he actually listens to this, he'll have to let us know. Yeah. If it's more or less than that number, and then he can let you all know that he's not actually an old racist. Yeah, man. he's actually not racist for sure. <laughs> Uh, this next one, um, I know you've seen, and that is the Matrix. Yeah, super the OG good. Matrix. Um, I just referenced it today. Audiences have it at twenty. Critics have it at seventeen. Obviously, Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving as um, Agent Smith. Dude, one of, one of the all-time best movie villains. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this next so one is um. Widely considered one of the better mafia movies of all time, outside of I haven't um, seen you know it. What and that's Goodfellas. <laughs> haven't seen with um, Robert De Niro, um, the late great Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci. I don't watch mafia movies. Um, it's also a Martin Scorsese one. Uh, very good movie. Um, They're all the same. Yeah, they 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 tend to follow similar themes for sure. They're all the same. Um, audiences have it at nineteen. Critics have it at eighteen. Uh, this next one is. Up there with movies for me, and actually I just recently watched it, um, that is Interstellar. Dude, that is also in the top ten. That all could yeah. be number one for another, me. Another Chris Nolan movie. There's definitely a theme there. Yeah. Um, and uh, Matthew McConaughey. And that Matthew one, Ray, like. Surprise Matt Damon appearance. Also well. another surprise Matt Damon appearance. That's spoilers, so true. Spoilers, I guess, but this movie came out ten years ago. So at that, you just the spoiler tag at that point. The, the score for that movie yes. alone could yeah. put it in my top ten. Yeah, Hans, Zim- Hans Zimmer usually nails like, the score. Like, he He's, went off with the score for that movie he's he's definitely number two behind john williams as far as movie scores go yeah it's, and it's not even close it's like those two are in a league of their own yeah uh i doubt you've seen this next one it's actually a newer one but it looks like it's a foreign film and that's job that's two words i'm not gonna spell <laughs> it out, out here with that. uh audiences have it at 17 critics have it at number 219 so we'll, just, we'll just leave it at that how weird yeah uh, this, so this is one. So when I was counting these, there's three of these, and I wasn't sure if you've seen them. Okay. Um, and that's uh, so the first one on the list is Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Yeah, I've seen. You have okay. Yep, so, I've seen all the Lord of the Rings. Okay, I, I didn't know for sure. I made it a but, point to sit down and watch them all in order, like a couple years ago. Sure. Um. Yeah. 
but I haven't seen them since. Um, so for the second of the trilogy, uh, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, um, audiences have it at 16, critics got it at 13. Not much else to be said about it other than it just literally continues where the first the one juggernaut. Yeah, the juggernaut. Yeah, that series is obviously Peter Jackson uh, did a pretty good job of capturing the epicness that is the um, Lord of the Rings yeah. books. So. Uh, this next one is another Western, but it is a, a classic one. That's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, and that's with nope. Clint Eastwood in it. Um, you know, not much else. I don't to be know said if I've seen a Westerns. single movie with Clint Eastwood in it. Uh, you haven't watched, um, Gran Turismo or Gran Turismo. Um, yeah. Gran, Gran Torino. Torino. Not Turismo. I have not. Gran Torino. Gran Turismo um, is a movie that's coming out. What's the... There's the one where he's a baseball scout that's really good. You'd probably like that one. Oh, now that you say that, maybe I have seen that one. Yeah. Trouble with the Curve. Yep. Yeah, it's got uh, Justin Timberlake. I um, have seen that one. I forget. Yep. The, Amy Adams. Oh, yeah. How can you forget? Right. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on from the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, audience have it at 15. Critics have it at 10. So pretty highly mm-hmm. regarded western um number 14 is forrest gump yeah seen uh, that one of yeah, course pretty much everybody has seen forrest gump yeah i don't know anyone that um, hasn't 14 seen forrest overall gump. obviously tom hanks robin wright um one of the worst people ever in movie is in a movie is jenna um Dude, she seriously She's is just a like one of person. the like, just and not like person. not like the worst like character, like just one of the like worst people. Yeah, she she is a bad person. Yeah, she's a bad person. Um, would you would you consider Jenna to be like one of the all time best movie villains? <laughs> <laughs> Does she? Oh, there's that's a. I'll, I'll right? throw that question on. Uh, I'll throw it up on our Twitter and Facebook posts after I get the. That's a good question, say, right? Is Jenny considered a villain? And if so, one of the best all time. Yeah, if so, where does she rank all time? For sure. All right, I gotta write that down <laughs> before I forget. I just thought of that. I'm like, man, do yeah. you like who else is the villain of that story? Time, right? It's crazy. I'm writing that down so I don't forget to do that. <laughs> um, the next one is another really good one, and one of the ones that we talked about when we had originally brought this topic up, and that's Fight Club. Oh yeah, another also David in my Fitchner. top ten. Fincher, uh, Brad Pitt, Ed Norton. Fun Dude. fact: Meatloaf is in the movie. Dude, fun fact: you will be fucked up after watching this Dude, movie. The end of that movie still has uh, it's up there with the best music at the end when yeah. they start playing the Pixies song. One of my favorite songs and one of my favorite guitar riffs. Dude. When that starts playing as the buildings are getting yeah destroyed, it is just it hits. Dude, when you, you, it's like when you realize everything that just happened. Right. When like, you realize Whoa. the whole premise of the movie cuz you thought you didn't know it even though you thought you did. Mm-hmm. Like just one of the all-time movie reveals. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. That's one of the ones where like you <laughs> You can watch it multiple times, but nothing beats the first viewing of that movie. Yeah, because you're like, what is happening in this yeah. movie? Yeah, especially like the last third. You're like, whoa, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, the next one, it uh, follow the first of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, The Fellowship of the Ring. Yep. Um, audiences have it at 12. Critics have it at number nine. Uh, where did they have that? They had the two towers at number 13, which is usually considered the worst of the three. Right. 
Um, not that it's a bad movie, but it's just yeah, you know, not. It's kind of it's that middle one. You know? Yep. Uh, next one is another Chris Nolan movie. Um, we've got Inception from 2010, which was a great movie. Um, one that I will watch pretty much any time I. I uh, haven't seen it in a long time, and I need to watch it again because it is so yeah. freaking good. Leonardo DiCaprio, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, Elliot Page, uh, Ken Watanabe is actually really good in that too. Oh yeah, that's right. I um, forgot that he's in there. And then uh, who's it? Tom Hardy. I love his character in Inception as well. Yeah, yep. um, just a very, uh, very great cast. Great, great um, concept. You know, something that really hasn't been explored in movies before so that was really cool to and see. i love i love that it's basically stayed the only movie in like that like if there's no sequel or a prequel or anything because the ending of that needs to just stay the way it is yeah yep um and then the next one is one that i'm pretty sure neither of us have seen yet because it literally just came out and that's oppenheimer Wow, that's already it's up at there. at number huh? 10 right now. That's based on we right now it's seen at it. it's at um 136,000 votes. So, wow. Um, I will be seeing it. Yep, yeah, yeah. So, audiences have it at number 10 right now. They got it with 8.8 .8 out of 10 stars, which is really like it's right up there with Inception hmm. and Lord of the Rings and Fight Club right now. Um critics have it at 23, so it's pretty positive all around. Dang. Um, I won't comment too much on it cuz we don't know. We got to see it yet. Yep. Uh, the next one is just a classic. I think you you might have seen this one. You might not have, and that's Pulp Fiction. I have not seen Pulp Fiction. You probably would like Pulp Fiction. <clears throat> you you, think you so? will you will like Samuel L. Jackson's character in Pulp Fiction. All right. He is fantastic. I know that the there's story a... is a little hard to follow right away on yeah. the first viewing, but it's it's a good one. I never have understood like the premise of that movie. Yeah. It, right, because it, it's yeah. John Travolta and Sam Jackson, right? Yeah, and like there's a ton just, of yeah. like like meme type like one liners and like mm -hmm. scenes from that movie. So I like see it all the time, but yeah. I have never seen it, and it's always kind of confused me. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's good. It's kind of it's probably one that you you'd have to watch. You probably will say I didn't really care for it after the first viewing. Okay. But it's it's one that you can watch multiple times, and it, like you said, it's got a lot of those classic one-liners, yeah. and it's one you probably watch the first. Oh, that's where that came from. Oh, yeah. that's where that came I'm from. Sure. Like that kind of stuff. Um, this next one is uh, probably the newest entry, other than Oppenheimer, and that's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which I think we talked about. Yeah, uh, we talked episodes about that a ago. couple times. Um, we both really enjoyed that movie. It was very well done. Can't wait for. Uh, the third one to come out, um, fantastic voice cast. I never realized that until after like, yeah. looking into the movie. Um, and then obviously, you know, they they uh, really uh, do a good job of showing what uh, animated movies can, can do. Uh, audiences have it at eight. Critics have it at number 15 overall. Um, so pretty good. Uh, this next one I know you haven't seen, and that's The Godfather Part 2. <clears throat> have not um this is uh early robert de niro um al pacino um i think it's one where like they kind of go back in time a little bit so they like they like cut to what what was modern time and then cut oh. to back in time so um i haven't seen the second the second one i've only ever watched the first one um and that was a long time ago i couldn't even tell you really everything that happened but Godfather Part Two, another one where it's widely considered. It's not considered where the sequel is better, 
but the sequel is just as good as the first one. Yeah. Um, and then we've got uh, the third of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, The Return of the King, which I believe still holds the record for most um, Oscar wins. Um, I think it was nominated for like like eleven. Like it won really? every sing- it won every single one that it was nominated for. Wow! And it's like the, one That's of the impressive. only ones, or the only one to do that. Um, it's the final of that trilogy. Uh, obviously, goes along with the first two. Um, Audiences have it at six. Critics have it at number seven. So there's pretty much wide agreement on that. Uh, this next one I don't think you've seen. Um, that is Twelve Angry Men. Nope. Um, it's a 1957 movie. I couldn't tell you any, really anything more about it other than both audiences and critics have it at number five. Nice. So uh, number four is Schindler's List. I didn't <clears throat> know if you had seen that one. Never seen it. That's another. Um, it's Goose would be very disappointed in me. Yeah, Steven Spielberg's um, Holocaust film. Yeah. Uh, villain Ralph Fiennes up there with worst. That's Liam of all Neeson, time. right? Liam Neeson's the yeah. main character. Yep. Um, Oscar Ralph, Schindler. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes is a bad dude in that one. Dude, Ralph Fiennes so. also phenomenal movie villain every single time. Yeah, yeah, he usually does a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, this next one is. People argue it'd be in the three? best movie of all time, um, and that's The Dark Knight. Really? Yep. I you can't so, put The Dark Knight um, as the best movie of all time. It's the sequel to Batman Begins. Chris Nolan's um, the second. Is of it Chris just because of Heath Ledger? Too. I mean, yeah, really, and the story. Like it's. I mean, it's it, a good story. They, it's a very gritty story. Um, There's never you know, been a kinda, scene that's made me jump out of my chair more than the scene where the Joker makes a pencil disappear. That's pretty good. That's an iconic scene, the burning of the money. Yeah. Um it's one of those ones where they it's I we've talked about it where I very much dislike the use of a um, character like the Joker, like everybody like it it's looked at like oh whoever plays the Joker oh, that there it's got to be like this you got to get into the character and <laughs> right. so it's like nope, that's not what this is supposed to be about. Obviously Heath Ledger did that. Um yeah, that was just Heath Ledger's take on it, yeah. and now everyone's like, "That's how you have to play Joker." Right, yeah. but it, it definitely was one of those things where they they did a good job of being like, "Yep, this is the Joker, Batman's iconic villain." Why is he a villain? Because he just likes chaos. Exactly. Like that, and that some that was men cool. just want to watch the yeah, world that, burn. That was really cool to like be like, "Oh wow, this guy literally just says fuck the world, basically." Yeah. Um, and uh, audiences and critics have it at number three. Um, yeah. Number two of all overall is The Godfather, the OG, Marlon Brando, Al Pacino. Yeah, whatever. Um, you know, plenty, plenty of classic scenes, plenty of classic lines from that one. Yep. Uh, Francis Ford uh, Coppola or Coppola um, obviously does a fantastic job with that. Um, audiences and critics both have it at number two and number one of all time. Do you think you got a guess? Um, do I have a guess? Let me. I gotta think of some of the ones that have been mentioned so far. Um, uh, I don't. It is the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, sure, duh. Yep. I actually should have guessed um, that. I have not seen that. I've only seen the uh, Family Guy parody of it. You would probably really like it, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a it's a very good, very well done. Um, it's a longer one, 
but yeah. um, they, they tell a lot of story <laughs> in that amount of time. Um, Tim Robbins obviously nails it as Andy Dufresne. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Freeman as Red, just all around great cast. Yeah. Um, very, very well done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that's uh, that's IMDb's top 250. I threw the critic uh, ratings in there. Obviously, every once in a while, they kind of mismatch, but for the most part, they kind of align. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see movies like Oppenheimer um, and Across the Spider-Verse yeah. cracking that. Um, it'll be as they get more and more votes. So like the top, the top four each have like two million votes plus from right. users. So, yeah. Um, those ones got a long ways to go. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they're able to keep those spots. Yeah. Um, the reason that I like IMDb is because I've I've learned that their ratings kind of go a little bit more along with what I what I like mm-hmm. compared to like a Rotten Tomatoes. Like, oh, this movie scored fresh, and now watching it, I'll be like, that movie sucked, and then the other way yeah. around. Like, oh, this movie was awful, and I'll be like, that movie was fantastic. They yeah. did a great job. So, um, <clears throat> IMDb definitely gets it a little bit more. I feel like. Also, I'm pretty so. sure we're both lucky we didn't. I definitely am not. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'm gonna go through and uh, count here the ones that you've seen. Yeah. So, but yeah, I. Uh, it's funny because so I, I guess I shouldn't say that I'm a, uh, a cinephile. I'm just like a sci-fi cinephile because most of the ones that I've seen on there are <clears throat> of the sci-fi genre. Um. So I guess I uh, I need to change my phrasing around a little bit. You have seen twenty nine of the oh top really one. So yeah, if we had taken the under, we would have just gotten it at thirty. So yeah, out of the top sixty, Captain Kriegs has seen twenty nine. Uh, some of those he disagrees with them being on the list. Others he thinks should be very much more towards the top of yeah. the list. So yeah, like some. Um, oh I'm probably closer to that forty ish range of the yeah. ones seen. Um, but I, I'm probably I'm I'm not I'm similar with movie views where there's a lot of like oh this movie is great it's a great you know it's a cinematic masterpiece it's like I'm not watching movies to see the art like I'm watching it because I enjoy right I enjoy the story and I or feel like when people rank me- like movies that. they they try to compare because to me you can't compare a movie that came out in. 2023 to a movie that came out in 1981 right? right you cannot compare the movies it's a different era it's a different like like the technology is just so different so you can make the movie better you have right. to make it different you have to use different techniques mm-hmm. all this stuff so like when you say that like none of the the um the sequel trilogy star wars movies are on there well, I would argue that Rogue One should be on. And that well, was the top not even 60s, Rogue One. So I would say The Force Awakens yeah. deserves a spot in the top sixty because of what that movie meant to the world when it came yeah. out. Right? Yeah. That movie was not just The Force Awakens; it was like the Star Wars nerd in all of us millennials awakens. Sure. Right? Like it meant yeah. so much. It was the first Star Wars movie. That we had seen with new age visual effects, right? Right. Like, I don't understand why people don't give that movie more respect. Be like, yeah, who cares? It was a it basically an exact copy of the first one. Right. But like it I don't know. It, 
Yeah. I just have a different way of thinking yeah. about it, I guess. So there's some there's some other ones in the within the top two fifty. Um some highlights I can uh throw out there. Uh um Django Unchained. Never seen another it. Quentin Tarantino one. That one's really good. Um The Joker, we were just talking about that one, makes that list as well. Apocalypse Wait, Now. Wait, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Yeah. Get F. Apocalypse I've never Now, seen that movie. um Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Um or some other ones. Uh, Top Gun Maverick that came out. In, Never seen Top Guns. Um, Inglorious Bastards is a fantastic movie. One of my favorites. Um, Goodwill Hunting. We just we talked about that a little bit. Two thousand one, A Space Odyssey. That was kind of what sparked this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. That's currently at that's at ninety via audience and ninety four via critic. Huh. Uh, Braveheart. That's a good um, movie. A Clockwork Orange is another classic. Never um, I seen don't it. You've seen it, but uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, I've seen that. That's one that sticks with you. Yeah. Sure. Oh my god, dude. Um, Up, uh, Return of the Jedi. Wait, Up? Yep. The Pixar movie. The Pixar movie is at one hundred one. Wow, that's yeah. my wife's favorite. A lot of, all-time a lot of movie. people would have that one higher. That one actually surprises me because that when that came out, the people were pretty all about it. That's my sure. wife's all-time favorite movie. Uh, Toy Story and Toy Story three both make the list. Citizen Kane is widely considered like the. You know, the cinematic, like, masterpiece um, from 1941. I've never watched it, but people say that you can watch it today and it still holds up. Um, I'll, I guess at some point I'll be the judge of that. Um, Wolf of Wall Street is a good one. Yeah. Um, I guess. Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park. No yeah. Country for Old Men, the uh, Coen Brothers one with Tommy Lee Jones and um, Javier Bardem. That's one where you absolutely hate the villain. Really? Yeah, Javier nice. Bardem does a great job in that one. You should watch. You should probably watch that one at some point. You should add that to your list. Yeah, okay. I think you would like that one a lot. It, it's like literally, you're just like this guy sucks. <laughs> I hate him so much. I'm surprised the movie like American Sniper's not on there. I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's but we, we've got. I would have thought uh, that that would be one that I'm would... in the top 130 right on now. Shutter Island is at 131. Oh, good one. dude, there's another one that's in my top 10. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, that's the Truman Show, the classic Jim Carrey um, comedy drama was is in there. Um, 1917, the one that's kind of it's made to look like it was shot all as one, like one take. Oh yeah, the yeah. the World War One. Yeah, yeah, I watched that in the theater, and it was that was insane. probably wild in the theater. It was insane. Yeah, um, the OG, the thing <clears throat> with Kurt Russell. That's what? a good one. Um, the Sixth Sense, um, from M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, a beautiful. Speaking mind. of M Night Shyamalan, I just watched the movie Old last night. Dude, how was terrible? That? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. What did we just we watched was a Knock at the Cabin. Not too long ago, and that movie was pretty big dumb. Dude, I like I went into old thinking it was gonna be so much better than it was. Yeah, and it, it was terrible. Yeah, um, a beautiful mind is a really good one with uh, Russell Crowe and um, uh, Paul Bettany. Law abiding citizen. Law abiding citizen. Let's see if that one makes the list. Finding Nemo is on the list. Gone with the wind. I know you've at least heard of Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Um, let's see. We're getting into the. Top 150 here. Uh, Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood is a good one. That's not a Western. It's more of a like, like a cop. I think Law like Abiding Citizen is Russell Crowe. That's why I said it. Law Abiding Citizen? No, that's um, uh, 
uh, Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Gerard Butler and uh, Jamie Foxx, I believe. That's yeah. a good movie, though. It is a good that movie. That is a good one. Um, lots of foreign films and stuff make the list, obviously, yeah. and a lot of like art piece. Jaws, 174. Prisoners is another good one with uh, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. That's that's one that you would probably really like, too. When did that one come out? Uh, 2013. Huh. I feel add, like I've add seen that, that one to your list. You would like that one. I feel that, like that's I've seen that's it. up there with that's it's on the same vibe as like a seven or a fight club. Like it's called prisoners. Messes, yeah, it messes with your mind a little bit. Mm. Really okay. good. Alright. Gone Girl. I actually just recently watched that for the first time, and that that's actually not a bad movie. It another one where you hate the villain, but you don't know who the villain is until about halfway through. Sounds good. Yeah. Um. Oh, here's one that I know you're gonna hate because you don't like. You're like me, and you don't like these movies either. And that's the Grand Budapest Hotel, which is that Wes Anderson movie. Whatever the f that is. Do you Wes Anderson? He just did that uh, asteroid or asteroid city oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. I I haven't I, seen I asteroid city. Do, I I, I might do, try to watch asteroid city once it comes on streaming. Yeah. But I can't do I'm Wes not Anderson paying movies. to yeah, see I can't it. do Wes Anderson movie. Oh, here's one that. Um, I, I'm surprised this one's this low because it, it's kind of a, it's definitely, I would call it a classic and that's the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Wow. That's Black re- Pearl. It, it got nominated for an Oscar and, um, Johnny Depp really? got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. That's cool. It was good. It was like one of those ones really that was like good. surprisingly good. Um, so audience, here's a good uh, disconnect though. Audiences have it at 178. Critics have it at 230. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Mad Max Fury Road, actually really good. I was surprised with that one. Never seen it. Um, I'm not a big war movie person, but Hacksaw Ridge was really good. Never seen it. Um, it's about uh, the guy uh, Andrew Garfield plays um, Desmond Doss, who um, was a conscientious objector, so he went the entire war without carrying a weapon. <laughs> conscientious objector. Con- conscientious. I can't words i I'd only think of south park when yeah. i hear that but very very good he actually he won the medal of honor really yeah yeah it's a really good story huh okay. uh the og blade runner <clears throat> that's terrible one that i'm movie. surprised i'm surprised that one wasn't higher that's a good terrible movie, movie. get out of here it's a great movie well okay so <clears throat> here's the thing if you compare the og blade runner to blade runner 2024 miles better right the blade new runner one 2024 is really good <laughs> What the OG was way better. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the first Terminator makes the list. Yeah, Stand by Me. I have seen that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good like classic like childhood <laughs> one. With, I've uh, seen the real movie River of that Phoenix, and R. the F- River Phoenix and the Family Guy. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell, Corey Feldman, so funny. Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton. Um, Catch Me If You Can. Have you seen that one? Yeah. That's a good one. I like yeah. that with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom yep. Hanks. I just watched that for the first time, and I was like, because I saw, it was, you know how, like, every once in a while you get, like, a scene from a movie on TikTok? Right. I saw this, the scene where they're- That's like, where most of my movie yeah, to watch where they're, where they're talking from. to him, um, like, he's in prison, and they're like, hey, can you look at this account? And like, he's like, oh, well, it's fake because of this. And it's like, oh, what's this movie? And then yep. I watched it. I was like, that's actually not bad. Right. Oh, this is one that's on my list, um, Ford vs. Ferrari. I have not well, seen that as well, and I really do need to this see that one. This supposed to be really good. Um, the the classic Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, Judy Garland. The Big Lebowski. Oh, the top God. 200. That's there a, you that, go. There's a Goose one for there, sure. That He's, might be Goose's all-time favorite that's, movie. That's at least his favorite Coen Brothers movie. 
be, if not. Yeah, for sure. We could probably end on that one. Um, I'm trying to see <laughs> if there's any other ones that stand out. Dead Poet Society. You've seen that one, haven't you? No. The OG Rockies at 200. That's a good one. Uh, let's see. I'm going through. I'm almost. I'm almost through the list here to see if there's any more All that right. stick out. Platoon, one of my one of my favorite. Yep. I don't like war movies, but I do like that movie. Or not that I don't like war movies. How to Train Your Dragon, the first one. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's a good one. Weird. Um, I would never guess. Gran Torino, Million Dollar Baby. Never seen it. What with uh, Clint Eastwood and Morgan Freeman? No, the boxing one. Never seen. I it. thought you had seen that one. No. Uh, the classic Iron Giant. Wow, dude! Yeah. I used to love that That's movie. That's a good as a one kid. for sure. Um, let's see here, Hotel Rwanda. I have Don, seen with that Don one Cheadle. with Don Cheadle. That's a really good that movie. Is a good movie. Um, I think that kind of ends. The, oh, the OG Aladdin. Um, makes the list, but yeah, so yeah, that's that's the top two fifty. There was just a couple in there. I was like, oh, let's see. At some point, we'll we'll go through the top TV shows because I know you've seen more of the top TV. shows That's than probably true. The top TV shows kind of go along with popularity, where movies can sometimes not yeah. as far as like what that's critics true. and audience think is something good. They don't yeah. necessarily go with all this. Well, this one doesn't matter that it wasn't good. It made a billion dollars at the box office. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, speaking of top TV shows on Don Cheadle. Um, we can end this episode on a uh, on a spoiler. Don oh. Cheadle is. Ooh. Check out Robot Opera's page on Spotify. He provides the music for our intro and outro, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys sooner than multiple weeks. But uh, we'll be back in no time. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you.